Hey everyone, welcome back to your Weekly Fix podcast with your host, me, Victoria Fix. On your Weekly Fix podcast, we talk all the issues, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But most importantly, we talk about issues that impact you, your family, your friends, and your communities. So you can listen, encourage conversation, and eventually get out there and better advocate for yourselves and each other. Good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Unfortunately, it's not Monday like normal with your weekly fixed episodes, but I told you guys uh, through social media that I was putting the episode just on pause for a moment as I was getting settled into my new space. For those of you who don't know, but you can obviously somewhat tell from the title of this episode, I moved this weekend to Maryland and I have just been settling in and trying to get acclimated with the new area and my space and I'm kind of doing it all alone so it has taken a lot out of me but I am so happy to be here and I'm so excited and I'm very excited to share some of my initial thoughts with you all thank you for your patience um and yeah now you can just listen to the episode on Tuesday instead of Monday but we will be back to normal next week you guys can probably tell the audio is a little different too. I feel like I'm a little bit clearer. I might be a little bit more echoey, but my apartment is a beautiful and it's a beautiful space to re- record. So that is one perk of moving or changing my space um, in addition to many other perks and many other great things that have come of this. So I'm very excited to get talking to you about that. We are going to discuss how to adjust to big life changes and how to adapt and how to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I think I've had a lot of overwhelming thoughts about that in the past few days that I've been here. And I thought, why not um, share those feelings with you guys and maybe you will be experiencing a life transition or change soon in your life or you're going through it right now as school's back in session. Some of you may be going back to college or back to grad school or starting school or a job or a family or anything um, during coronavirus, during during these uncertain times and um yeah I just have a lot to share and I hopefully those uh thoughts are well received so before we get started I want to of course plug the podcast Instagram it is at your weekly fix podcast on Instagram and I actually just shared about an hour ago some really exciting news that we hit 600 I think it's like let me check it might be like 611 followers on Instagram and I just want to thank you all so much for promoting the podcast for tuning in every week it's growing so quickly and it's all because of you guys and I'm just so thankful for that that you guys take the time each week to listen to my story or what I have to say like that is truly an honor and I I'm very thankful I hope this podcast continues to grow and people continue to tune in because there's so much to share and so much Um, information to spread. Next week we're gonna talk about voting and we'll go back into some political and social issues. I've done I know I've done a lot of like lifestyle stuff lately but um, I really just I don't often plan these episodes (laughs) like I just get inspiration whether it's within the few days 
before or around the time of recording and I just go with it because I feel like those are the better kind of episodes rather than some structured um planned episode but thank you guys so much for all your support yeah 612 followers and shout out to my best friend Megan she made the graphic and you can check that out on um my Instagram and then also too uh we Megan and I made this link tree so if you go to the link in the bio of the Instagram you can click the link tree link and you can join your weekly fix podcast uh, private Facebook group you can also register to vote by clicking that link you can click the link to um, listen to the podcast and then you can also uh, click one of the links for Black Lives Matter resources and um, the weekly fix Facebook group is getting kind of a facelift so just bear with me on that I have been very absent from social media and um yeah so stay tuned also Megan and I have something sorry I should probably silence my phone um Megan and I also have something in the works I'm so excited about it we are well, she, it's my inspiration. <laughs> She's making it come to life. She actually gave me the suggestion anyway. Um, so just stay tuned for a special announcement probably next week. Um, yeah, so sorry, I'm kind of rambling on and getting off track, but big things coming, more exciting things are happening. I want to engage with you guys more on social media and build that community like I'm always trying to do. So stay tuned for that and thank you guys for your patience. Oops, that was my email. I should probably silence that too. I'm really not prepared here. I kind of just sat down, plugged my mic in, and was like, let's get recording. I have, (laughs) I lit my candle though. That like always sets the tone. And I actually decided to pour some wine because I am exhausted. Not that wine helps that at all, but I feel like I've had a stressful few days and I was like, I deserve this. And I have it in my Ruth Bader Ginsburg stemless glass so that's the vibe some inspiration some candle you know that's just like where we're at hopefully you guys are having some wine too if not coffee but anyway so I wanted to talk first about kind of like my move and what quarantine was or what moving during quarantine and like this pandemic was like and kind of the logistics of my move and then give you guys some background information and talk a little bit about that along with an update on how the pre- preparation was for moving and how it was off social social media for a little bit and fill you guys in on that if you're curious about my life whatsoever I don't even know like that's kind of narcissistic of me to think that you guys are like sitting there with bated breath thinking like waiting for me to share some scoop on my life (laughs) but anyway I thought it would be like it had some purpose um for the sake of this episode and then I will transition kind of into talking about my thoughts on adapting and adjusting to big life transitions and especially during these times like how you stay positive and what you can do to make the transition a little bit easier but anyway so I moved to Maryland today is August 24th it's Monday that I'm recording this and I moved I drove here on Friday and I drove it's about a six hour drive from Syracuse I for those of you who don't know I'm from Syracuse New York Uh, or that area of upstate New York and I've been living in New York City so I actually moved during the pandemic the beginning of coronavirus I moved from Brooklyn to back to Syracuse and then 
um, from Syracuse to here. So I drove my car. It was six hours. It was actually really enjoyable. I listened to a great podcast, um, a couple great podcast episodes. I talked to my mom for about an hour and then listened to music. And it was honestly really great. I've never done a road trip like that before by myself. Um, when I moved back to Brooklyn in January, Megan and I drove, um, in a minivan actually a rented minivan uh to Brooklyn and I did that with her and it went by so fast because you know we like were enjoying each other and talking and it was really fun but I have never traveled that far in a car by myself and it was actually really cool and I remember like crossing the Maryland line like this is kind of corny but I was literally like I am so cool like I just did this by myself like awesome so (laughs) that was really fun I highly suggest if you have a car and you're willing to put some miles on it to do a little day trip in the car by yourself like it it brings you a lot of time to sit with yourself and sit in your thoughts but um my brother and my dad drove behind me um and they came about an hour after I came my mom usually would have been the one to help me move in but she since Marilyn is on the no travel um, list with New York State, she was unable to come because for her job, she would have had to have taken the two weeks to quarantine where my dad is a lawyer and he's still working a lot from home um, and not going into court like for this period of time because they're still doing a lot on like remotely so he was able to do it um whereas my mom could not take those two weeks off of work my dad can technically still like work from home and he's hardly going um like into the courtroom or with people but he is going to his office anyway so I actually got tested for COVID um about a week before I moved and then I will be getting tested again it's required um from the University of Maryland too as well so I will have gotten the test twice, um, which is cool. And then my roommates, well, I'll get into that, but I have roommates and they are also getting tested. So that was very uh, positive that everybody agreed to do that and that um, I wanted to keep myself safe and everyone around me safe by staying tested. Um, And I am quarantining for the most part um, since I've been here. So I really just go I went to get groceries and I've been running some errands a little bit but I pretty much just stay so I'm not strictly quarantining but I'm pretty much just staying inside um there's hardly like anyone on campus at the University of Maryland it's really weird the whole vibe is so weird like off-campus housing was able to move in but like the dorm people living undergrads living in dorms weren't because our undergraduate instruction was pushed out into mid-September because of the cases in Prince George County that were they were pretty they had like a pretty bad uptick so they pushed instruction out so like I don't know it's like still very populated but like also dead at the same time it's very strange but anyway so we drove down we stayed in a hotel which was completely dead and the room was very sanitized they had had um masks and like hand sanitizer and sanitation um, tools like everywhere and it was just very safe and very quiet so I felt very safe there and then we moved in I moved my stuff in Saturday morning into this really beautiful apartment I'm living in a townhouse in this like off-campus apartment complex 
and I'm very thankful for my brother and my dad because if they were not here I would not have been able to move all that stuff in but um I traveled pretty lightly probably the lightest I've ever traveled yet this is like the biggest apartment I've ever been in I've never had a closet that has had this much space like it's insane I'm very thankful um but it's like crazy to go from the apartments that you've lived in in New York City and Brooklyn to something like this but I'm very thankful and I'm really excited about it so we moved in and then they left my dad and brother left pretty quickly um like at the end of the day on Saturday or in the afternoon and my roommates I have three other roommates because this is like a two-floor townhouse it's huge um they have not come yet they're all from the Maryland area and they two of them have lived here before so they will be moving in this week or weekend so I've had a lot of time to myself um kind of just getting to know the area the apartment very well campus and trying to get myself as settled as possible and get prepared for classes my classes don't start until next Monday um for though I don't know if I've mentioned this in this episode but I am getting my master's at the University of Maryland for public policy so I'm taking four classes this semester and in addition to the classes I am taking uh, I have a graduate assistantship which is essentially like work study and that kind of came with my scholarship package and I will be doing research as a research assistant to one of the professors in the department she's awesome we've had like multiple phone conversations she's so cool and the research is all done at home my classes are actually all online too right now which that's okay it's safe and it's what's best for the school the whole university isn't on campus but the school of public policy is um I'm not gonna go into that but they're like trying to do some blended uh version of like half hybrid half in person half whatever but the school of public policy I think except for the thesis and capstone courses are all online so anyway so I will be doing that research uh the research is on like filling uh like nonprofit management and philanthropy stuff and then I actually also was able to keep my job at the public defender's office in New York that's the job I've had uh for a long time now and I have a medical reason to not go back uh because I have a compromised immune system I'm also on medication that comp that suppresses my immune system so I have to be extra extra careful but I was able to um have a medical reason to not come back into the city and then I am working remotely with them and I'm just so so freaking grateful for that my job I've said this in previous episodes my job is the greatest job on earth and I was going to have such a hard time leaving it and so the fact that I can stay working remotely is such a privilege and such an honor and just like I'm so thankful and I'm just so glad that I can stay working. I love my job and I'm very thankful that I have the privileges to be able to have medical um, accommodations. So I'll be pretty busy, but I also think it'll be very manageable. I've always worked and gone to school, but the classes look pretty damn hard. I've gotten a lot of books and (laughs) there's a lot of reading and uh, it looks like it's going to be exactly what you expect master level courses to be so I'm excited I'm a little nervous but I also do feel prepared and I'm trying to just stay confident and um like 
put my academic shoes back on because I literally haven't been in school in a year and I was thinking about that like I've been watching um that selling sunset is that what it's called show on netflix like i am a huge reality tv gal like i just love it i even if it it literally brings no substance to my life but it is my one guilty pleasure that i really really enjoy and i've been watching that show and i like as i unpack and everything and i was kind of like wow all i've been doing the past year is working socializing and watching netflix so that is going to change and i have to get back into school mode and doing homework so that'll be uh pretty interesting (laughs) okay moving on so i think um as you guys remember i mentioned in a couple episodes ago just about my mental health and mental health in general and how it was impacted by coronavirus how it's still being impacted everybody not everybody but a lot of people are struggling and i wanted to kind of share my experiences because i wanted people to feel a little bit less alone i always try to do that um i've really found a lot of strength in sharing more um and just like being more vulnerable I think it really is empowering and I suggest if you're comfortable doing that even in your small circles and I think that letting people know that they're not alone has always given me a lot of comfort like when somebody I look up to or somebody in my life shares an experience that I'm going through as well it it really makes a world of difference so I just opened up a lot about my mental health and I was really struggling the past, um, like the two or three weeks before I moved. Um, I was living at home. I think there were a lot of contributing factors to my anxiety and my sadness and depression really manifesting. I think it had A, to do with being just like home and going from being so independent and living alone for so long to them being back home and having to leave the city very unexpectedly and then leaving my my coworkers and who are like my best friends and I think in addition to that I was struggling with a lot of anxiety about moving and um yeah just a lot of things and I think also too I've mentioned this before when I say anxiety I generally struggle with anxiety I take medication for anxiety I'm very proud that I have addressed it and I think everybody should not address it but you know like try to seek help whether that's through therapy or medication if necessary and and whatever but anyway so I was struggling a lot uh moving up to my to my move and everything I think really just came crashing down I think I like I've said I thought I was on vacation in the beginning of quarantine then I started to get very lethargic and lazy and then I really just like I think all the emotions and all of the reality of the global pandemic really hit me at one time and then my anxiety with moving also just everything just like happened and it was this huge conglomerate like explosion in my brain so I was trying to think of things that I was doing that wasn't that weren't helping my anxiety and my mental health and one of those things was I was literally on my phone an obscene amount of hours during the day and I was thinking like like I was comparing myself so much to other people online why are so many people socializing why am I at home I don't have many friends 
to be honest, back where I'm from. Um, Megan, of course, is my greatest friend of all time, and she lives in Syracuse. She goes to Syracuse University, so I'm very thankful that I spent really quality time with her before I left and very much quality time with my family, but all my best friends and a lot of my life is in the city, so... I think that had something to do with it. I just, it was so much and I go into it a little bit deeper um, in that mental health episode. But what I tried to do is stay off of social media. I said I was going to do it for two weeks. I kind of loosely did it for two weeks. I definitely got back on as I was a few days leaving, um, like before coming to Maryland. But I will say that A, it was very beneficial for myself. I think unplugging and just being more present with my family and with Megan and like in all my experiences was really positive um but what I also found is that social media isn't as negative as I kind of thought I guess I think social media I was when I was off I was really lacking the connection that I've had with people like I said I'm not close with many people from my hometown but I've really gained a close connection with people from high school and my life before the city through social media. I love connecting with you guys on the podcast Instagram and responding to your DMs and your suggestions and being a part of the Facebook group. I love sharing information on Instagram and I receive a lot of information from social media. So when I was taking that hiatus, yes, it was very positive for me because I was literally on my phone ridiculously like way too much where now like I'm actively busy and you know doing a lot of things so I'm not on it as much as I was when I was literally home sitting at a computer all day bored or whatever but um there's a lot of positives of of social media and I think that I found that in addition to finding a lot of solace and just being present and not being on my phone and not thinking of pictures to post and things to put out I also found that there's a really great need for social media and it is often demonized and I think there's good reason for that. I would prefer to not have social media in my life but I also think there's a lot of positive and thoughtful circles um, in different pockets of social media that we should celebrate. So that's kind of just like what my experience was like with that and I wanted to kind of give you guys a little update on that. I apologize if I missed any of your DMs or comments or was a little lackluster on the Facebook group, but it was positive for me. I think everyone deserves and should do a social media cleanse, if you will, but also don't feel bad for also appreciating what social media does for community and for information and education. So that's a little update about me and just like what has happened in the past few weeks. I, like I said, no problem. Like if you're tuning in and listening to that and actually care about my life, like you're awesome. But I totally (laughs) understand if you're not interested in getting an update on my life. I promise we are now going to transition into some of my still about me of course because I literally can't get enough of telling my story sorry but also just talking about like what common themes I think people go through when it comes to changing and transitioning and going through big life changes because I've said this before um, although our 20s are a period of time where we don't really know what's going on and we don't need to have it all figured out. We're also going through 
these periods and these steps in our life that truly will change the trajectory of our life whether you're doing something or you're not doing something these choices really do impact how your life is going to be it doesn't mean they need to be right or they need to be perfect or you need to have it all figured out but I think that in this age group from 20 to 30 years old in the next decade if you're in my age group like 23 years old we're going to see a lot of huge life changes that are really going to test our patience, our courage, and um, just our maturity, I think, too. And we're really becoming ourselves right now. And I thought I really became who I was in college, and I think I did. I think that was like my biggest growing step was from freshman year to senior year. But I also am in this odd phase where I am really challenging myself and seeing that I'm never going to stop growing I guess and right now I think I'm taking another pivot and another change in my life that is really revealing who I am and I think that that's going to happen to all of you if it's not happening right now or if it's not happening if it had already happened I think like everybody can relate to this and whether it's school or not school if it's a job if it's family if it's just your everyday choices you know, we can all relate to this. And it's really interesting because when I was about to move to Maryland, I was incredibly anxious. And I really didn't know why because I've always been kind of a fearless person. You know, I moved to New York City when I was 18 and knew absolutely nobody in the city. And that didn't scare me. That excited me. But for some reason, I think because I'm 23, because I'm a master's student, I don't really know where I fit in in life. Like, do I move to a new city? I know nobody here in Maryland other than I actually did see one of my really good friends from college who I hadn't seen in years um, the other day, but she's just here visiting. Anyway, like I really know no one here. And I think I took a period to think about that. And I was like, there's a difference. Yes. Like, I was really young and stupid at 18 and took the risk to move to the city, but we were also still all freshmen, like really eager to meet people. And that's like the last time in your life where everybody is going to be so eager and desperate for friends. And now I'm 23. I am living in a housing complex where there's undergrad and graduate students. A lot of people know each other already. I'm not a freshman. I'm an adult. I am... um, here for school at the end of the day and I don't really know where I stand like am I still in college like I don't I don't know so I think that's what's created a lot of anxiety for me and then when I came and my my brother my dad and I went out to dinner and I saw all these kids like in their social circles and I really got thinking like did I make the right choice like should I had stayed in um in New York like I was comfortable in New York. I had an I have an amazing job in New York. I have a, my best friends in New York. Um, I was, if I had stayed in New York, I would have gone to Baruch, a CUNY school, and um, I was familiar with the CUNY system because I went to John Jay. And I just kept second guessing myself, like when I initially got here, and I was like, this is where I want to be. This I made a really thoughtful decision to be here. Like I took a lot of time making this decision. And I feel prepared and I felt prepared to make that decision, I guess. But I also now feel like I totally made the wrong decision. And I had that feeling for about like a night, like, and I was kind of scared. 
and it was really like I said uncomfortable for me to 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 like be here I don't know and I was kind of embarrassed about it and I just said to my dad like oh my god like is this am I gonna meet friends like how is this gonna work whatever and you know he gave me some dad spiel that was really nice but then I got thinking you know I can either sit in sadness and say oh my god I don't know anyone here I'm lonely and whatever but I also could change the narrative and say Victoria you're a very independent person which I am I've always even when I have the greatest friends in my life around me and close to me like I do a lot on my own I've always been independent I've always been fearless and I've always been have have had the courage to say like I'm too comfortable in the situation that I'm in I need to change and and that's the truth I really have become I really became comfortable in the city it, it literally felt like home and everything became easy which is so weird to think that life could become easy in the city but that's why I chose to leave like that's why I decided that I was going to move somewhere else because it's always been something I've practiced to get out of my comfort zone and I think that's what's really important that it doesn't matter what kind of life experience you're going through and what kind of stress and anxiety it's causing you in that moment you did it for a reason And to get out of your comfort zone is where you're going to have the most growth. And you know that. Everyone knows that. But in the moment, you feel like, yikes, this is so uncomfortable. Um, Is this going to be worth it? And it, it, it will be. We know as human beings that it will be worth it, even in our most stressful times. Like, we will come out shining. And I had to remind myself of that quickly. Like, have the confidence to know that everything is going to be okay and you chose to leave New York for a reason you chose to make this decision to come to Maryland very thoughtfully you analyzed your decision trust yourself and whether you're deciding to like drop out of school um, whether you're deciding to take another year off if you did go to school or you are deciding to stay with a partner that you've been with for so long or something or if you want to marry someone because think about it we're 20 in our 20s like you could be at any phase of your life like people have children and that's okay and then there's people like me who's like I don't even know what I would do if I had children right now and you also have people who are pursuing graduate school there's people starting college or starting over we're all in different phases of our life and that is also what makes things very complicated when it comes to having life transitions but I think generally the things that need to stay at the center of your choice or your life when you're making these transitions is to trust yourself and to have confidence in yourself. And it's taken me so long to to trust myself and my decisions uh, that goes along with imposter syndrome, which we had an episode on imposter syndrome. I think secondly is to learn that life is going to be all about adjustments you're always going to have to pivot and adjust whether you're moving out of state staying in your same childhood bedroom or like deciding that you you know want to start a family you're always going to have to learn how to adjust thirdly I think adapting is everything and to really change your dialogue in your head um I was feeling a little bitter after my dad and my brother left I was like why couldn't my mom have come why couldn't have I had had more people here to help me move I have to go to home goods and like buy a desk a, a table and I have to do it all on my own and I have to 
to take on this challenge all by myself and I'm, I'm really angry about it. I, I generally was angry about it. I don't even have friends here that I could call and say, could you help me, you know, move this thing or find me, you know, go grocery shopping with me. And I quickly was like, Victoria, what are you going to stay feeling sorry for yourself because you're alone here or are you going to find empowerment in it? And know that your friendships a will come organically i've already joined clubs i have a meeting tomorrow like with a with club leadership i've done everything i can to make myself comfortable here and that we need to feel lots of sorry for ourselves i think and more confident in our choices and more grateful for our choices um it's a privilege for me to even be in this position where I can go to grad school let alone live in a very comfortable environment um and take classes at a premier institution for something I enjoy at a low cost because I got a scholarship I mean these are privileged situations that come to people seldomly so I think that if you're worried about changing course in your life to find your values and keep them close and to be more grateful and to change the way you talk to yourself and the way you handle situations and to know that you can do whatever you want on your own and to find empowerment in that and to recognize the privileges that you have and to to just be thankful. And lastly, I think too, to always keep an open mind and to always know that there is light at the end of the tunnel that all of this is going to be worth it you made the choices you make because there's some reward at the end of it and that will come it might not be instant and our generation is very very used to having instant gratification but life is all about a journey and we're living in the middle of a global pandemic and when we're making these life choices now it creates an additional amount of stress it's very lonely i can't go right now out and try to meet friends um or talk to a professor or um like i don't know like go to see sit and have coffee and do my homework at a coffee shop or something like i can't do those things because of social distancing I also I have a compromised immune system and I'm also trying to protect other people um because I'm technically supposed to quarantine right now but anyway these things are additive added stressors on our life and we have to make the most of it I mean we can't stop the course of our life we can't stop doing the things that make us happy so we have to adapt and we have to realize that this will all be worth it in the end we have to be patient we have to stay the course we have to protect each other we have to protect ourselves and know that it is going to be worth it so good luck if you are starting school this week good luck if you are trying to make a decision about your life that doesn't seem to come easy right now or if you're going through any adjustment or life transition right now you're not alone And you have to remember that you have to trust yourself and to be grateful and um, try to look at the bright side always because that's the only way that you're going to be able to get through the tough times. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was very short. It is a quick fix, as you know. And um, please reach out to me if you'd like to share your story, if you have any suggestions for me, please let me know. 
and I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you have a great week and yes, follow the podcast Instagram at your weekly fix podcast and click the link tree link in my bio for more information. Bye everyone. Thank you. Thank you.